Hey, bosses and bosses-to-be, thanks for joining me today. For those of you who are new to the show, thank you so much for taking the time and joining me. And please take a moment to just introduce yourself so that I can learn a little bit more about you. And if you are one of my followers, welcome back to the show. In this show, I try to teach you about the wellness business world and give you some insight into what successful business owners do in their wellness businesses that keep them in the top 5% of business ownership. Thank you for the dedication to my show and make sure you click to subscribe in the button below so that you can get a new show delivered to you every single week. And for those of you who are new, my name is Kim Narker and I'm a PTA turned stretch mobility coach and I've founded two successful businesses. And in today's show, I want to share with you. Um, Jennifer Johnson. Jennifer Johnson is a new PTA turned stretch mobility coach that has opened her stretch mobility coach practice. Listen to this just three weeks ago, and I'm going to be interviewing her for today's show. Are you ready to bridge the gap in our current healthcare system and really help people that struggle with flexibility, mobility, and weakness? Hi, I'm Kim Narker, and welcome to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast, a business owner successful startup podcast where I help you start, build, and grow your wellness business. Join me as I reveal real secrets to helping rehab professionals build a successful, proven wellness program that keeps their community away from reactive care. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the show. And today I have Jennifer Johnson of Leesburg, Georgia. She is a new business owner, and we're going to be interviewing her today. So welcome, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hey, Kim. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Let me put some things down here on my screen before we get started. So I've actually had some requests from other PTAs that have been following your journey so far as you've become a stretch mobility coach. And those PTAs wanted to learn a little bit more, wanted me to interview you. So I guess the best place to start here is just, can you tell me about your PTA journey? Yeah. So my background of PTA and outpatient orthopedics is my primary history. I have had some experience with chronic pain. What was the last five years of my PTA career? Loved it. I love to be in the position to help others and to be of service to others. The part that I did not love or grew to have a lot of discord was the way that our profession was manipulated over the years. So I was a PTA at the height of the opioid crisis, which was a hard path to navigate during that time frame. And then it just transitioned to where it was more of an insurance controlled and billable units. And you could just see it dwindle over time from patient care to more of that insurance dominated field where it was really taking the patient out of the equation. Yeah, I think we, so, I, I saw that trend too. What? Where did you go to school, Jennifer? I went to Darton. Now it's n- known as Albany State University, but it was Darton at the time. And I graduated in 2008. Okay. Okay. 
cool. So you worked in an outpatient clinic then with more chronic pain clients, like over the past five years or so. Correct. Yes. Okay. What did those caseloads look like for you? Kind of what did you, what was your role as a PTA? So I did, but prior to that transition into the chronic pain world, a lot of outpatient orthopedic, a lot of post-surgical patients, um, total knee replacements, total hips, shoulders. Um, I was very much so in a surgical setting with a group of doctors. That was my primary background. Yeah, and it was some, I would say, some preventative, you know, would come in with just the pain before it got to that surgery point. But for the most part, it would, they were already to that surgical position or point in their care by the time they got to us. Gotcha. So we're getting clients in that are pretty good candidates for preventative care in our system. However, they've waited so long that now surgery is probably the only thing that's staring them in the face. Right. Okay. Or and that's then, the only option they were given. And that's the only option. That's another podcast, right? <laughs> and that I had a great conversation with a nurse, a surgical nurse yesterday, and I'll I'll have to put that on on another podcast because this one I just want to focus on kind of where you've been and what your journey's been. So you were in that cycle, and you wanted to step away working as a PTA. Tell me what was going through your mind when you were thinking about stepping away from what you went to school to do? There was a lot of discord that came up for me. Obviously, it was my passion. And I really, really, truly believe and still believe that I was placed in that role for a reason. And I would probably label myself as the 2020 exodus, as as some have termed it. When you get to that point of your career and you were just, I was in such a place of discord that I just knew that I just couldn't continue on the path that I was on just where I was miserable every day and just disheartened with the the current care system that I was in. So I started in 2020, just looking for other paths. I got my health coaching and my natural health consultant and certifications, my yoga certification, breath work, meditation certification, just searching for another path, even though I really didn't have a grasp of what I wanted to do to move forward, but I just knew I had to make a move just for myself. Gotcha. And More those a- certifications, would you mind sharing with like everybody how much you spent on just to get those certifications, like your yoga, your breath work, your health coach, your... Oh gosh. That I, I don't have my numbers in front of you, but easily at a minimum, a thousand dollars a piece, you know, for okay. each certification. And that's probably generous, you, yeah. know, you know, when you include your time and all the other aspects that go into it. Gotcha. And then how did the opportunity for business ownership present itself to you? Um, That was definitely a God moment for me. So I had been, when I had my last career, I waited it out that five-year mark. And then I just transitioned. I took a leap of faith and I just knew that I couldn't go back to that scenario any longer. And so I took a part-time job online as a care navigator um, and was just going to be content there um, for a little bit. And then those hours just slowly started dwindling down because it was a part-time job with no set hours to depend on. And then I had a friend and um, someone that I used before for services, a business owner. Her name is Jessica Harris, and she owns um, JH Studio Spa in Leesburg, Georgia. And we had been friends, and we had talked about business ventures before. 
And she reached out to me. She knew a little bit about my situation and she reached out to me and offered me a space in her new location. Under the guise of doing health coaching and um, yoga, breath work, meditation, and just offering that type of service to the clients. And I said, yes, I agreed to do it. And I'll just be completely honest with, I told Jessica up front, she's like, I I told her, I said, well, I'll give you six months. But in my mindset, it was like, okay, six months to really, truly, if I'm being honest to fail, if it's not going to work out, I'm not going to lose that much in six months, you know, maybe six months of room rent and I can lick my wounds and move on, you know, but at least I can say I tried. So, so with Jessica's place, what is she, what type of clientele does she see and what services does she offer to Leesburg? So she offers holistic skincare. She does a more just that different the the clients that are looking for that more holistic skincare for their skin routines. And she she does spray tannings and waxings and different specialties. Gotcha. So you two connected. You thought, okay, I think I can do this, and I can do it with my certifications. And you know, I can do health coaching. I can do yoga kind of stepping away completely from PTA is what you right. think. Okay. So right. why and how did you even come about looking into becoming a stretch mobility coach and opening a stretch mobility coach business? Again, I'm going to give God all the credit for that. Started, there was a service that I wanted to offer that I, for a certificate, one of my many certifications that I had gotten over the years. And I needed some clarity around what I could do and could not do within my scope of practice. So I was actually seeking out a physical therapy assistant that I knew from my career that I had lost contact with. And I was going to get some advice from her, some feedback from her. And then that's when I came across one of your videos, one of your YouTube videos. And and you were just speaking to, you know, about basically about the thing, the information that I was looking for about scope of practice and being a PTA owner in a PT clinic and those type of things that you have to navigate. And I said to myself, well, she seems like she knows what she's talking about. So I'm going to reach out to her. And so I emailed you and not and honestly, full transparency, I had never heard of the stretch mobility coach until we had that. I emailed you and you agreed to talk with me. And during that conversation, you did explain some of the scope of practice options. And then you introduced me to the stretch mobility coach um, part of it. And again, full transparency in the back of my mind, I was like, it's another certification I'm never going to do anything with and I'm going to spend this money and then not know what to do with it once I have it. Even if I have all these things that I've acquired in the past, I'm not going to know what to do with it. But what really made me sit with it and listen was that I could tell you had a true passion for, first of all, our profession and our knowledge and our skill set. But secondly, I could tell your passion and everything that you had put into the stretch mobility coach. And so that's what really drew me in. So it's like, hey, maybe this isn't just another certification. So I immediately, you know, after our phone conversation, that initial conversation, you told me the steps to sign up you know, to do the, how I could go to apply for the stretch mobility coach to get into the program. So I immediately just went and got on the online and applied. And as soon as I did that, I'm just, uh, just want to share full transparency with everybody, the things that came up for me, just in case that you're experiencing those things too. 
I immediately reverted back after I signed up. Well, I applied, I, I applied and um, immediately went back to my original because I was already in the process of going in with Jessica for the health coaching and the yoga. I was getting website together and trying to figure out LLC and all the business things. And um, I immediately reverted back. There was a lot of resistance that came up for me. Um, So I was in my mind and it was pure ego at that point said, if she can figure out how to do it, I can figure out how to do it. So I can remember it was just a complete spiral the next 28, 24 to 48 hours for me. I would just went full onward into my dove back into the path that I was had previously chosen and I can remember I got to uh, online searches and trying to put everything together and it was just just got into this little frenzy until finally I was came to a point of just exhaustion just mentally and spiritually and I heard just as clear as day God was saying Jennifer I literally (laughs) just handed this person to you and this program to you on a silver platter. And this is what you're going to do. <laughs> so it was definitely like one of those, it was one of the biggest moments of clarity and the biggest aha moment I've ever had in my life. And as soon as I had that, it was just complete peace from that point on, you know, that this was the path that was for me. And it was just, here it is, you know, it's up to you now what you're going to do with it. So, you know, and it's funny you say, what you're correct. I'm no different than anybody else. You could do this. Anybody else that has the financial ability, the time to do this, you can totally do it. But I ran into the same thing, me doing it. You know, I'm this May of 2013 is 10 years ago that I opened the practice and it has taken me this long to get here and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to get to where I am and the frustration that you're talking about and the multiple, you know, two, 3 a.m., go to sleep, get up a few hours later because, oh, I've got a better idea. I can do this. And I worked myself into total exhaustion for many years trying to make a PT clinic work. And then when I stepped away and did the stretch mobility coach, I totally know it was a God thing because Ever since I said, and literally, this is all I did, Jennifer. I walked up front. You didn't get to meet Alicia, who worked with me for a few years at our front desk. She's a PTA. I walked up front to the front desk and I went, Alicia, I think I'm going to call myself a stretch mobility coach. And I am not going to see any more PT clients. I'm going to let our PTs see the PT clients. And I'm just going to see what happens. And literally, that's when my schedule was full in two weeks. And I went back and went, okay, God, whoa. And my first thought was they signed on because it was cheaper than the PT because our PT rates were 150 and my stretch mobility coach rates were 85. So in my mind, even though God had gone, you're doing the right thing and was pushing me, I still in my mind went back to, oh, no, this isn't what it's supposed to be. It can't be this easy. They're only signing up with me because it's cheaper. You know how we spiral into that. It's funny. Oh, yeah. That mindset. Yeah. And just to kind of circle back to that comment that you made, when you did interview me for the program, you said, there's no doubt in my mind that you can do it. 
And but it's I'm going to save you a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort, and a lot of tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so and that's that was the, another sale. Yeah, and you know what? It's the total truth. You guys can talk to Jordan. I feel like I've put all this time in because I'm supposed to have put this time in. And God is literally just saying, Kim, I know this costs you a lot of money and I know it costs you a lot of time. And I'm trying to make everything that I did easier and cheaper. And don't get me wrong. There are days that I stand up and go, okay, I'm done because I'm putting the work in, I'm putting the time in, I'm putting the investment in, and then I'm getting kickback. Oh, this is too expensive. When I've spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and so much time and energy and, you know, but then he reels me back in and goes, I know, and this is what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Keep grinding it away. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So biggest question is, so, okay, let's go back and reel this back in a little bit because I love this. So you signed up for the program, you paid for the full year of everything. You were like, I've got to get this cost out of my way because I want to start on a good foot and be able to make money. What was your biggest fear once you signed up? Now, this is going to sound completely, I did some sitting with this this morning. Um, and it's and the first thing that people go to is failure. And that doesn't even really fit. I didn't have a fear of failure. I mean, I've done that plenty of times. I know what that feels like, you know, but I don't even classify it as failure anymore. I just classify it as learning situations. But, and this is going to sound completely crazy to a lot of people, but I think it really, truly, I had a fear of success. Like I wouldn't know what to do with it. And I was so used to playing small and just being a PTA. And I really had to do a lot of work around my mindset of that it was okay to be on a, a journey, a successful path, you know, and unlike that, that where I had said, I already had that mindset when Jessica reached out to me, my mindset was this, okay, it'll be okay. You can, you can shake this off in six months. There's not going to be that much damage done to your ego and your pride. We can work this out. And so it was more, and I know it sounds crazy, but it was more of a fear of success than a fear of failure. And you've hit the nail on the head there because when I first started, you know, as a PT practice owner and I was a PTA, I went to one of Chad Madden events because that's where I learned my marketing stuff in the beginning. That was all that was out there was that. And he put me on the stage and he put me on the stage because I was a PTA and, you know, they called me successful, but guys, I was running into debt. I was running into every wall that I could PT profitability was so slim and I was working myself to the bone and all of my money was going to my employees and right back into the business. But he did put me on the stage and he did it because he's saying, guys, in this room, and there was probably, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred people in that room of all PTs, there are two PTAs in this room, one of which is Kim. And he put me on the stage and he goes, he he put me on there because I, all I said, I kept repeating, I'm just a PTA because I felt in my heart that everybody else in there, a PT had, had something better than me, or they were smarter than me because they were a PT. I was only a PTA. So I had that huge self-limiting belief that, you know, even though I'm in this room with all of these PTs, I don't know why God put me here. I don't know what my purpose is, except for I need to learn. 
And what I didn't know is that he was showing everybody that I was different. And that's what everybody had told me in the beginning anyways. And I had to just keep diving and swimming the direction that I was going instead of telling everybody and limiting myself in a way to make me look like, I think it was self-sabotage. I think I was sabotaging where he was taking me and then working hard to be like PTs. When once I stepped away, I had a PT tell me, he goes, Kim, your videos inspire me. And I kept deleting my videos because I hated that I wasn't like a PT and I didn't sound like a PT in my videos, So I would delete them. But he said, I listen to your videos and they inspire me. And that didn't even hit me. It was, I was on this road of self-sabotage. So it's mindset guys is a huge thing. It's so easy for our minds to tell us we're not going in the right direction, but Just you got to go with your gut and your heart. And if you truly feel that it's right, you're going to have those thought moments. Just sit with them and go, okay, what is God trying to teach me in this moment? Absolutely. Absolutely. It definitely is. You just have to do the work around and recognize it as what's a true fact situation or an emotional response that you're getting from it. From that past conditioning through business, through your career, One thing that I did want to hit on just real quick is when you mentioned earlier about paying up front, I don't think I've done a really good job of clarifying the desperation of the situation that I was feeling like to find my next path and to make something happen in my life. And I was just creating so much turmoil. I had looked at, you know, opening my own business before never gave that much effort or put the work into it and then I looked at franchises like two or three different franchises and I had approached my husband about it and my husband is very business-minded and business-oriented more so than me I would just always work for someone else and he's self-employed and he created his own business and he's my go-to he's he keeps me grounded and um When I told him my other things that I would mention to him about the franchise prospects, he would, I mean, he would listen, but he would never like, okay, we're doing this kind of scenario. But when I told him about your program, the cost of the program, and then his response with me, he looked at me and said, well, that's a no brainer. And he's, he's the one that, you know, that funded me to start because he had so much belief in me. And I appreciate him for that. And, but the program itself too, he just knew that, you know, whatever it was, it was finally, this had finally presented itself at the right time. And this was the move that we needed to make. Love it. So I guess this is a big question. What was your biggest challenge since you, so you paid the money, you're all in, you know, you're going to open your business. And I think you had already told the lady at J and J I'm going to be opening in January. So we had to like quickly turn on and get you a website and get things done like that. So what were your biggest challenges once you signed up to your opening? Was getting it all done, but that's, that was my, you know, that was my fault. It's not necessarily a a situation where anybody else was going to be rushed or, or had to get it done in a certain time frame. That was me because I had already committed to this space and then I needed to have it done. And then I shifted gears midstream and went with Stretch Mobility Coach. 
So that was the biggest thing, you know, was the time frame, the time crunch I had training to do for the stretch method and to learn how to do a business model and to just learn marketing and just try to get the that little bit of knowledge as I was going along or that lot of bit of knowledge, I should say. <laughs> but I guess the, the biggest challenge was time frame. But like I said, that my situation was a little bit different than maybe other people are in, you know, that time crunch. But I'm the one that established that time crunch for myself. So but at the same time, I'm thankful that I had it because it pushed me. I didn't have any choice. That was my focus. That was my lighthouse. That's the light. I got to get to it. I got to stay on course. That's driving me to shore. And just whatever I got to do, you know, no matter how many paddles I break, no matter how tired my arms get when my paddles break, I got to keep going to the lighthouse to get there. I've said I'm going to do it. I got to do it. And for me, there was no other option. And what do you feel like you've learned so far about business since being in the program? If I can do it, anybody can do it. I'll say that. And I would say that the biggest thing I've learned about business is you get it out of it what you put in it. You know, even though you have done the work for us, you have this blueprint for us to follow, you have the treatment plan for us to follow, you have the business plan for us to follow. That's all fine and dandy. But if I don't do my part, then I'm not going to be able to manifest anything out of that. So it's just, you know, that lesson, that life lesson learned, you get out of it what you put in it. And I'm putting everything in it, you know, the investment, the financial investment, my time, my energy, my prayer, I'm all in. Love it. And what day did you open your practice? February the 14th. Valentine's Day. (laughs) love it so you've been in business now for three weeks roughly yeah okay Mm -hmm. and in the last three weeks how many clients have you seen how many new clients 11 yeah new clients Mm -hmm. oh wow gosh I remember when I opened my practice I mean I did six months of training before on business and sales and learning an elevator pitch and stuff just basic stuff opening a bank account opening an LLC and then I went and looked for my space I found my space I started I put all that time into it I fixed up everything I did it was all on a shoestring budget there was nothing in that space hardly at all but I did hang some mirrors up on the inside and opened my first day sitting there in front of my phones and everything like, hmm, and did that for probably about a week. Phones didn't ring, you know, because just because you opened doesn't mean you're going to have any clients. And then I had a nurse that I worked with in home care. She had a problem with her toe and she said, you know what, I'll let you work on me. So she was like my first one. And then I ran into, you know, I had that same mindset most PTAs do. Hey, you know, I'm going to open a PT practice and the PTs can just do my avows and I'll do the treatments. Well, that didn't work very long. I got one PT, she'd do one avowal and then I wouldn't hear back from her again. And it it just didn't work because it wasn't supposed to work. But gosh, it took me, I had to pay money, go to a marketing class, learn how to market, spend a lot more money for Facebook ads just to get the clients that I got. So 11 clients. And this is a small town. You're in a very small town. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Rural Southwest Georgia. So yeah, I was kind of expecting that. And 
I was kind of looking forward to that slow roll opening, to be honest with you. Not that I'm not thankful for how this happened and transpired, but I was like, okay, I'll just build up slowly. I'll have a client or two, one or two clients here or there, and it'll build up slowly over time. And then that first week, I was like, okay, okay, we're doing this. So, you know, but I mean, it's been, like I said, I'm glad that I don't have a lot of time to spend in my mind and those thought processes just to get it done thought process at this point, you know, so, yeah. so of is 11, 11 new clients. How many have you converted to a program? I have a hundred percent conversion rate. Yeah. From my okay. open houses. Yeah. So a PTA, mm-hmm. no PT supervision, opened a business three weeks ago, 11 new clients didn't pay any money for marketing to those new clients to get those new clients converted them at 100%. That's a big pat on your back. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But and Jessica at the spa, the JH Studio Spa, she's like, I don't think you realize that if you have, you have a, a, a load with five to six clients on your schedule, you know, it, it can take people years to to do that. So it, it's so the right and, now, and really, you'll, it, go ahead. I was just going to say, I really, truly, I just... I mean, I did the I did the work. I did the Facebook, the social media post. I printed flyers. I did the legwork to put it out there, and I did. I swear, those you know, some of them was word of mouth. My friends that came to support me. Others were, and they brought their family members because they just knew my history and my love for physical therapy world. But I got clients from Facebook ads or the my Facebook posts, and then from the health food stores that are the different locations that I went to, those clients came from there as well. So I did see the fruit of my works there. For sure. So if you had to count your clients this week that you're going to be seeing, how many visits are you seeing this week? Oh gosh, Kim, I'm not prepared for that question. Um, okay. <laughs> it would be, let's, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do my homework on that one. I should have looked on that this morning. I could probably pull it up real quick. Um, <laughs> I know, let's see, they're all, for the most, they're all twice a week. You know, so it some would have to be at least 22. Come, right. And some were only able to come once a week because of their work schedule and the driving distance. So mm-hmm. I did accommodate those clients as well. So roughly, I would so say. So roughly 20. That. So just so right. you know, a solo practice owner, we start training to scale typically around 18 to 20 visits a week because If you have the same sort of growth, which you will, then you're going to be full with a waiting list, which is a danger zone for a business because people want to come in and now you can't accommodate them. So the reason we put 25 visits a week for a new owner, a solo practice owner is because you still got to do some marketing. You still have to do, you know, your checkbook. You still have to do all of the paperwork and admin things for your business. And really, you, I don't want my new owners to be spending more than 40 hours a week because I want there to be a work-life balance. You know, I want you to be able to spend some time with your husband or your dad, parents, things like that. So I agree with Jessica. You you are sincerely amazing. And guys, for those of you who do not know, so Jennifer is about 20 minutes away from my hometown in Plains, Georgia. And I have to say, so I was talking to my dad yesterday, Jennifer, and I told you this on our communication thing, but 
I was needing to get off the phone with dad and he hadn't told me yet that he's been coming to your place for once a week. And he goes, that girl is killing it. Like she is so busy and she's got so many people there. I don't even know what our area did before she opened that practice. And that just makes my heart so happy because that's my hometown. That's my area. And to know that there's a little bitty piece of me inside there is hilarious. And to end the conversation, daddy goes, she's got pictures of you in her clinic. He doesn't know that's marketing materials, you know, that you've ordered, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't just put pictures of me in there, but there, my picture is on some of the marketing materials. And In the car drive yesterday, we went down to spend some time with my granddaughter, my daughter and her son, and then my mother-in-law, my husband. And when dad said that, I said it to them and they went, well, I guess it's better than your name and phone number being put on the bathroom wall. (laughs) (laughs) You have arrived. You made it. (laughs) That is hilarious. Uh, (laughs) So do you know so far for the last three weeks, kind of an estimate of what your business revenue has been since you opened? I would say it's around $6,000. Okay. Okay. So three weeks in $6,000 revenue. And how much do you, have you tracked how much money you had to put in to open your practice? Not like I should. These are some (laughs) things as a new business owner that I should get better about. Um, it was more of an investment than I really think I comprehended to begin with. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the thing I had to do a lot of work around too. Particularly my biggest purchase was the laser. A lot of resistance came up with that. And more so because of that mindset, uh, just my mindset personally, like how I was raised about being in debt and not having a lot of debt over your head. And my husband, that his voice in my head with that was a huge component of it. And so I had a lot of resistance that came up with that purchase because it is one of the biggest purchases that I made for my business. But it was, again, it was that mindset shift of, you know, it's an investment for your business. It's not an expense. And you really have to do work around that, especially if you have those same belief systems that I do about money. And, but the final thing for me with the laser was it's going to, it could help so many people. How could you not get it? I could get help our dads and our family and stuff. So it's almost like obligated to do it, but not at a, at a pressure, but as a service to other obligation. And it was just, like I said, it just takes those little things. Like just to kind of go back to that conversation that we had earlier was earlier in the conversation. It's those mindset. You have to break those thought patterns and it's a, it's a life thoughts that have been driven into your head. And so you have to really just get clear about it and what is the benefit of it. And you have to really, for me, what is true resistance? Like I said earlier, like this is a no, you don't need to do this red flag. Or if it's resistance coming from a small belief or something that makes you play small kind of scenario. So would you say with your certification and with what you put into the business without the laser, would you say you put in more than $25,000 into your business? Without the laser, it would, I would say 20 to 25,000 is a fair, you know, would sign it up for the program and the advertising and just the different little thing. I would say roughly Kim about 20,000 probably okay. before okay. the laser. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And then the laser guys, I agree. I got the laser. I was kind of pressured because PTs were like, Kim, I don't know why you're not getting this laser. And I really didn't want to spend that kind of money. It just was way above me because that's just, I just knew my husband would kill me and we were newly married and I'm thinking this could end in divorce, but I got the laser and oh my gosh, the people I was able to help. And right now we could not run our facility without the laser because it just, you know, when we, when we're talking about degenerative disc disease, arthritis and stenosis, and people already have those things and they're wanting so badly to not have surgery, our only tool is the laser. I mean, we have our hands on and we do great work with our hands on and I think we get great results, but I'm not going to lie to you, just the hands-on itself would not have the outcomes that it had without having the laser helping us with regeneration and healing. Right. Once they're at that certain threshold in their cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people have waited so long that it's, you're just at that cusp of, okay, maybe I can just help them delay surgery, but we're in our clinic, we're getting people way preventative now that are literally coming into us because they know that we're preventative and that it's amazing how we're trending towards that client. That is you or I that maybe go to yoga class and they have an ache or a pain and they don't want to give it up. Or we've had doctors say, don't lift, don't bend, don't run. And we get them back to where they want to go. But these people, their mindset is not even worried about surgery. They're just, they just have a fear of not being able to do what they want to do, you know, and they're finding alternatives because they go, you know, I'm just going to give this one last chance, even though the doctor said I can never run again. So it's a, it's a pretty neat population that we're seeing. Big question here. Are you glad you took the step um, into business ownership? Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like I just, I just know I'm on the right path. You know, I know I've got a lot of lessons to be learned um, and I will continue to learn them graciously, you know, and I just, I just know that I'm on the right path. I don't have any regrets. I don't have any regrets about the investment. I don't have any regrets about the time. I mean, I just know that it was just the perfect fit for me. And it was it was the thing that I was looking for that I didn't even know I was looking for, that I didn't even know existed. And so that's how I know that it's it was God that played a huge role in this for me. Well, I mean, to be able to start your three weeks in, have a full caseload, and there is a chance that you're going to hit very close to a $10,000 first month in business. And I did another podcast that talked about, you know, if you want to start a business and you want to make a six-figure income within the first year, these are the steps that you have to take. And I listed out the steps. And girl, you're already en route to making six figures your first year in business. So congratulations. And there are PT clinic owners right now that are nowhere near where you are um, right now. And I just want thank you for that, Kim. I appreciate it. I just wanted to just reiterate how well supported this program is. Like I can get on our chat, the, the app that we utilize to chat with each other and the other clinicians and, or I can message Kim, I can email Kim and I have a question about anything, whether it be clinical or business side. And she will tell me, honestly and upfront what she thinks or what her experience has been and what the benefit or non-benefit of my thought process is. So it's very well supported. I mean, I know that I have to do the work, but I also know that I have a safety net 
to help me navigate the things that I don't know, like that. And I'll just know that I'll learn as I go along, but it does, it does help to have that full support from Kim, from Jordan, from uh, the other clinicians and the other students. And it's just, it's a huge factor. So it makes that worth every penny to have that support system. Thank you. And we we all have a really good time because we love doing what we do and we just want to share it. So we love sharing all of us. What would you say to other PTAs that are frustrated in their career right now? That they do have options. There are options for them. Don't I said, don't let it get to the point that I did, you know, where if you if you sense that this is not the path that you need to be on, you know, start exploring other options. There are other options out there and options, particularly like the, the stretch mobility coach that if you love your career and like I did, this allows you to hold on to that. You can hold on to your PTA background and your love for the physical therapy world. But you can also have it empowers you and you have your own freedom to go your own path. Now, if a person, there are so many certifications out there, you know, when you were looking, you had your health coach certification, you had your yoga. I mean, there's the option of becoming a personal trainer. There's the option of, I know there are two more stretching programs. One is the stretch coach and the other is become a personal trainer and do their stretching program. What do you feel like you got with TSM because it's a lot more expensive because it's not a certification only. What do you feel like you got with TSM that you wouldn't have gotten had you gone, you know, the other paths? I looked at those other paths. And the thing that I've gotten with TSM versus those is the support, first of all, but I definitely would have had another certification. I would not have known what to do with if I had gone those other paths. I would have just had a little bit more knowledge in my belt. And then I would just be like, okay, I would have been right back where I started from. I would not have known how to move forward with the information that I had through the program. Because it is, you're right. Everybody can do stretching. We can do stretching within the clinic, right? And we can stretch away. But what we're doing as a stretch mobility coach, we're not, guys, we're not just stretching people. Jennifer is not, she doesn't have 11 clients because she's just stretching 11 clients. Right. I love, and that's why another reason that it's so well received is because it is so different. It is absolutely, I'm blown away as somebody in the physical therapy world for almost 15 years now, just completely blown away by how comprehensive it is. And it is the most comprehensive wellness program that I have come across, especially the only one for musculoskeletal health, the only one that I know of. And the, the, the work that Kim has done in creating the protocol to get the results that clients experience is really the cornerstone of having that caseload that I have. And I'm just going to give the credit where credit's due. Um, she, you know, it's just, it really is there. They can see the benefit of this product and this treatment plan and this protocol. And that's, they know that there's something different there. And that's why they, that's why they sign up. And that's why they come back because they know it's different. They know they're the ones that's been passed around the system, as I say, without any real consistent results. And so when they have that experience of, hey, you know, this, there's something different about this. I might need to see what this is all about. And it lands with them. And like I said, they, I just feel like they can, they sense the difference in the care that they receive. I would have to agree with you. So you've got your online training 
And that is a training that you pay for up front and then you have to pay for monthly, even though you paid for yours outright. So the questions that I get asked when people ask me about the online training, they say, so would it be reasonable that I'm going to be finished with that online training in 30 days? Or can you give me a kind of a timeline of what it's going to take me to get through that online training? How would you answer that since you're in there? And what that portal is for you, not the business side, just the clinical side. The portal is an invaluable toolkit. Like if you're in clinic and you have questions about anything, you know, even though I've done the training and I continue to do the training, this is going to be a lifelong process for me. But if I have a question about a client, I know that I can go to that portal and I can refresh that education part of it. And I just have it at my fingertips. You know, it's just like you can go to your toolbox and to your library and you can go back there and you can, the information is there that you need. And it's just, it's invaluable to offer the clients the care that they need. So, and I've been trying to educate that, that it's not just a CEU, you know, when we go to CEUs, we might get one or two tools that we take from that CEU that we feel like we can utilize in the practice of the care with our clients. But that is not what this portal is. This portal is a complete resource center so that you have it. And my hopes is that, you know, maybe at the end of five months or maybe at the end of whatever time it takes you, I'm not going to cut you out of that portal, but I know that it took me a year of mentorship with Jordan to get Jordan to where she is now. And that was one-on-one mentorship. And I'm trying to give you guys the same that I was able to give her in one-on-one mentorship through an online access tool, because you guys don't have me in front of you all of the time to where you can just I mean, you can send me a text and email me, but I'm in the clinic. So she can, she would learn through me doing a consult, me doing all of that stuff. Yeah. So she definitely had a huge advantage to have you there at her fingertips. But at the same time, I feel like, I don't feel like I'm lost anything by not being in the clinic with you. Obviously there's a little bit of that one-on-one, don't get me wrong when I'm saying that, but it's so thorough and if I really just sit with the information, usually the question that I have is covered in that. And if I still have questions, well, then you're at my fingertips as well. So I can reach out. So, yeah, cool. Then let's talk about the three-day intensive. You drove all the way up to Ohio and I was doing a skills mastery training camp, but I've changed it to a three-day intensive because I feel like that is an invaluable part of setting you up for success before you start seeing clients. Tell me kind of your experience of that intensive and what you gained and how you feel like it would help set others up for success. Right. So that was a good trip. That was a really good trip. Many life lessons learned. That was my longest solo road trip. So (laughs) it was good though. Everything about it was good. If I had not committed to that trip, and again, my situation and scenario may be a little bit different than others because of the time crunch, again, that I self-inflicted on myself. But if I had not had that interaction before opening my doors and going to the portal, it just made the, it just put everything together for me. Like I could see what happened visually in the clinic and experience those hands-on situations in the clinic with Kim and Jordan working with me and let me work on them and then go into the portal and then opening my doors, it just put everything together for me. It was um, a huge 
puzzle piece in the puzzle for sure. Yeah. And the way that I've set it up is the online portal is sort of like a prep class to what TSM is, what it does, you know, the basic foundations of how to care for a client using preventative care. And most of you, I don't know if you know or not, but the stretch method actually has inside the registration so there's a trademark that you can get, and then you go further for the attorneys to approve it as a registration. TSM is a registration, and inside that physical therapy, hands-on treatments, and our education is inside that registration, along with all the other wellness stuff that you can do as a stretch mobility coach. That is to set you up for success so that you can kind of understand the basics of TSM, but it's mandatory to come to a three-day intensive because now you get to see all of the different diagnoses that come in our door, the types of clients we see, the type of response that they give us, how we overcome sales and money objectives, and how we transition a client from maybe a consult to a program, a program to maintenance, how we you know, react with those clients from treatment to the next treatment, all of that is TSM. And without that, you really only have a prep course with some foundations. There's no way you're going to be able to be as successful if you don't have that knowledge to where you can pull it all together. Absolutely. It definitely lays the foundation. It really does. It is foundation. Like, And I would even say, you know, as a requirement, absolutely. But I, even myself, I'm trying to plan. And I, even though I know it's not a requirement, I would see that I'm looking for an opportunity where I can come back and just do it again, just because it was so helpful and so beneficial. And now from that beginning stage to now that I got a little bit more experience and then I could take it back and learn even more from those scenarios that your experience with that in that clinical setting with you. And now what we need to do, and this is your next part of the training. We'll talk about it another time. There's also a training log. We're going to start having you fill out so that you can kind of, our goal of this is to get to where when you're in and you're practicing, number one, you're still learning the method. And really when you're in treating your clients, even though they're raving and going, this is great stuff, you're still learning TSM. And it is put together that way so that you can see how a customer reacts and how their body reacts to the method and the way we have it put together so that when you've done your training portion of it, my hope is that you'll be able to come up and go through a practical exam and now be able to perform a consult confidently, write out a prescription of care, a program, that is successful, and then be able to speak orally about what TSM is, what our brand is, what we do, how we're different from physical therapy, how we're different from every other thing out there and how we stand out, and then what our brand is, what is our messaging, you know, what is our target, all of that stuff. And then you get a certification. So right now you're an apprentice because you're still learning. And once that happens and you pass that, you get a certified pin that says certified stretch mobility coach that will go by your face on your website. And you'll notice that Jordan and I have one of those pins because, you know, we're now able to train you guys and we know everything there is to know about the stretch method. And that's kind of what the whole program 
is in a nutshell. It gets you to a point where you're truly certified, but it's not your typical certification where in three months you're truly certified and you've got what you need because I think you are going to see diagnoses that you're uncomfortable with as a PTA and you're not going to have the skill set until you practice with each one. And then it finally becomes, okay, I get this. You know, this is now repetitive. It doesn't matter the signs and symptoms that someone walks in my door with. I have the knowledge to treat them as a stretch mobility coach. Well, I'm very excited to be on this journey towards getting that certification and I'm going to do the work so I can have that by my name. <laughs> right up there by your head. <laughs> cool. Is there anything else you would add to be able to help other PTAs, um, you know, figure if they want to go on this journey or not? Just to be honest with yourself, be honest with what your goals are, be realistic with what, um, what you want and be honest and you have to do the work with all the internal stuff that comes up, the resistance, and you have to be real about what it is and what's fact and what is embedded in you, in your psyche. Those are the biggest things that I've had to work around. And you'll know, you just will. You just have to be honest. For me, it was just, like I said, when I had that, it was just a no brainer for me. And I just knew that this was the path that I should be on. And I'm very excited to be on this journey. So that would just, that's my biggest piece of advice is to know, just do the work around yourself. And there is another option for you that you do not have to stay in that reactive care model. If it is something that's wearing you down. True. And we've got some cool things coming. I spoke the other day to a banker. So for those PTAs that struggle, I mean, you were fortunate enough to be able to afford and open your practice. You know, just like me, I was able to do the same because I had a very supportive husband and I had enough money up front that I had saved, even though it wasn't enough (laughs) when I started. So we're, I've spoken to a banker and there are things out there that female entrepreneurs can take out loans with little to no risk. So it's kind of cool stuff coming. So everybody listen up for that. Anything else that you need to add, Jennifer, at all? No, and but I just kind of speak to that point. When you said you're reaching out to a banker, that might be something that would have been for somebody like me that really doesn't have background with the financial part of it, like a, some kind of, maybe like a financial advisor that could speak to us to really show us the ropes with knowing what, luckily I've had my husband and he has that business mindset, but also he's running his own business. So, you know, that might be something that would be beneficial for, for new enrollees into the program, just to have that little bit of financial advice or for the, you know, to, cause, cause this is a situation that we've never really been in as far mm-hmm. as a business owner aspect, you're just used to navigating your household funds. So it's a different world <laughs> on that part of it, but I'm that, learning and I love it and I'm thankful for it. <laughs> that is a great idea. Let me get, I'll talk to someone about financial stuff, but I've got, so the, I've got a bank that can do these loans around the U.S., which is really cool, but I can't use their name because he has to go to corporate to see if I can use their name or not. But I can give that because I wanted him to come on a podcast and he went, I just don't think I'm going to be able to do that. You know, they're not going to let me put our name out there. However, I do have his contact information. So for those of you guys who your big barrier is 
finances. He said there's some pretty awesome, and I can connect you too, okay, Jennifer, to him. He's a pretty smart guy. He's over a lot of the banks in this area, but that bank is all over the U.S. And there are some pretty cool things that they have to offer, especially women-owned businesses, so, and I didn't know about any of them either because that wasn't the route that I took. I It was important to my husband that we didn't take on debt, even though I took on debt with credit cards and stuff because I ran out of money so quickly. That is a way that can help set you up for success. So if any of you guys have any questions about TSM, just so that you guys know, we're looking for PTAs that are ready to put the work in to become a stretch mobility coach practice owner. If I'm going to put some links in the bottom of the show notes here so that you can have some more information on how you can be your own boss, how you can work as a stretch mobility coach. Another perk to our owners, and Jennifer is an owner, is that those of you who do want to work as a stretch mobility coach, but you're not wanting to open your own practice, there will be practices out there like Jennifer's practice that is going to want to hire a stretch mobility coach. So even if you don't want to open your own practice, you can still become a stretch mobility coach and work for a stretch mobility coach owner, which is pretty darn cool. So let us know no matter what you want to do. And Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show today. I so appreciate it. We totally spent a whole hour on this podcast and I hope it'll help a lot of people better understand business. And if anybody has any questions that they want to ask me directly, uh, you know, you can get in touch with Kim or you can go to my website, email me. I'm happy to answer any questions, honestly, in full transparency, you know, about all my experiences. If you have further questions. Yeah. And your website is the stretch mobility coach.com backslash Leesburg. You guys go check her website out and then follow her on social media. She's got an Instagram account, the stretch mobility coach Leesburg, Facebook and Instagram that she has as well that she's posting on. Thank you, Kim. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being on the show, Jennifer. And just hold on right here and I will disconnect us. Everybody else on the show, there'll be some links in the show notes below for you to click on. And as always, I want to thank you for being on the show and don't be just a dreamer. Set your goals and visualize them as if they are already achieved. Keep those goals in front of you all the time. Visualize those goals daily and start to live them today and take one step at a time towards achieving those goals. Share your goals with me in the show notes below and we appreciate you being on the show today. for joining us today on the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast, where you, a rehab professional, can start, build, and grow your very own successful wellness cash practice. If you're ready to level up and become a stretch mobility coach, then head on over to our website, www.thestretchmobilitycoach.com. This website will take you through the next steps needed to practice as a stretch mobility coach. Come on over. 